Hey guys, Lance Zerline here. We're Houston. We're the city of champions. How about I give you another champion? If you've suffered an injury in an accident and would like a free case review, call the super team at Daspit Law Firm. They're champions. Free consultations are available 24-7. Dial 713-CALL-NOW. That's 713-CALL-NOW and DaspitLaw.com. Houston is all systems go! Live from the Mobile Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's John and Lance. Couldn't help but think about Roger Clemens last night. I li- when, 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 when Verlander's coming off the mound, I'm thinking about Roger Clemens. Back in 2005, let me give you these numbers. He's got a 187 ERA with a 101 whip. What do you think his record should be? 187 in, ni- in, t- in 32 starts. Oh, accounting for uh, some no decisions, probably 15 and 4. Yeah, he was 13 and 8. In 19 starts the next year, 2 3 0 with a 104 whip, 7 and 6. He got no. He used to come off the mound. If he gave up a run, he was like, oh, I don't think we can win today. <laughs> oh, man. How about that, Raj? I mean, you had. You and Nolan Ryan here, you caught a lot of the same business when you were on the mound, and that's the same with JV last night, no? Yeah, I mean, you throw, you, you play as many years as we did, and, and, and JV has. Uh, you're you're going to run into that stuff every once in a while. But, yeah, you got to get stingy. If you're feeling it, the flow of the game, as soon as I see, like, Montgomery on a little bit and uh, – you know, there's crucial innings. We talk about the first inning being a great momentum, you know, inning. I, you know, like I said, the Rangers, you know, Rangers came out uh, and more aggressive than the Astros, you know, ever were. I, I don't know what the game plan exactly was in their locker room, but they came out quick. They went into like uh, equivalent of a two minute offense. I mean, they were they were hacking, and then JV went right to it. You know, he went right to his slider, his secondary pitch early, which you have to do. I mean. You probably see that this afternoon, and um, you know, with the volley, if, if the Astros can jump, you know, can get him backing up bases a little bit with his fastball, he's going to go right to that split immediately, and he might throw it three or four times. Uh, it's not uncommon. I, I did it many times to certain hitters I faced. A lot of times, I threw him five straight splits, and um, but yeah, it's it's once you get a feel of the game where it's going to be one or two runs, you got to be really stingy and and. Uh, Maybe go to your secondary pitch, even third pitch at times. Well, Roger, it was, uh, you know, Justin, they they asked Dusty Verlander, I mean Dusty Verlander, they asked Dusty Baker about Justin having that time off from, from uh, you know, from the uh, from pitching and, and being rusty. And Dusty said, yeah, it can have an impact, but he'll lock in here pretty quick. And that's, and that's what happened. Do you feel like this late in the season it is a – is it a benefit in general to teams to have? Because that's the big part of the conversation is these, these teams with higher seeds are losing and they took time off and were they rusty. Does the benefits outweigh the, the quote-unquote rust? Yeah, we, we talked about that on the show a few days ago to see if anybody was going to be rusty. Um, and, you know, JV's the type of guy that, um, you know, I've heard that he, he's um, shadow boxed in his hotel room with his, you know, where, where he's putting his foot on the rubber and, you know, how he's getting his balance. I've always told the uh, listeners, 
and when you're watching, uh, he has a JV has this toe tap when he slides. He slides a little bit on the on the pitching rubber, and then he puts his foot basically down the same spot because he he doesn't move a whole lot. But the best thing he does, and for youngsters or college dudes or pro guys, is he's got that toe tap, and that helps him balance over the rubber so he can really get behind the baseball and still, you know, at times rush a ball in there 94, 95. So. Um, you know, I, I'm I'm sure that uh, maybe a dry bullpen where he's just simulating things and, and doing his work in between to make sure that, you know, his arm is, you know, his fast twist muscles are there. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, he, I thought he pitched great. I mean, he really, you know, you know so, solo bombs are, are one thing. Three-run homers are a, a different animal. But, uh, you know, Montgomery pitched great for them. I mean, I was to see his velo get 94, maybe 95. I don't know if he threw one at 95 or not, but the thing that he did um, fantastic was uh, in certain situations where the Astros did have a rally going, um, you know, he, he kept his heart rate down, and that curveball he threw um, at a speed, and even to Jordan, a, a slower speed, so he got some great depth on it. And we talked about it earlier, too. He, get, he, he got him, he featured that fastball up and in, out of the zone, and then he went to the breaking ball late, three-two, I believe, uh, one or two times to him. So there's your, you know, you're looking for it, but it's still he, we needed a, a young pitcher like that the moment to get to him, so he overthrows that curveball and it hangs just a little bit, and Jordan puts it in the second deck. Roger Clemens with us, brought to you by John Daspit right here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5 after every game. So he'll be joining us tomorrow morning. You've lost game one before of a series when you're at home. What kind of uh, pressure is there in that locker room today? Well, more importantly, the Astros have been been in this situation before, so they got a lot of veteran guys. I don't think that they're, um, you know, the the um, uh, again. All I can tell you is there's been games where when I was, um, uh, I don't know if it was when I was with Houston and, and and Gar was my manager or whatever, but I know in New York I pitched a lot of game threes and we had lost the first two, so you you. you you absolutely, if they lose this one, they go to they go up to Arlington, and and then now you have to start winning games. So now you you can't have any hiccups. You got to play a pretty clean game, which last night game was pretty clean. Other than you know, I think the um, you know Altuve watching it. You know that's that's you just got to be careful. You know you got to retag coming through there. That was crazy. And then uh, the only other situation which everybody was trying to talk about was uh, you know having. You know, maybe a pinch hit situation a little bit early in the game, but I, I just think it again it might have been too early in the game to do that with with JV um, and Maldi working uh, together. The fourth inning that's kind of tough. So it, it'll be interesting to see. Um, you know, you got to pay. You know, you got to pay attention. Uh, the managers. You know, Boach did a good job. The only time I got fired up was when I saw Chapman coming in. Because yeah. it could be a, you, I mean, you t- I told you guys it could be a disaster, and if, yeah. you know, what I know it almost right was. Away, no, I, I noticed right away he got rid of his. Uh, you know, it was he, he had a he was doing a pause in his leg kick like one of the, you know, a Japanese pitcher or a Korean pitcher. They have a little bit of pause and then they go. He didn't use that last night, so I don't know what was said or, or if Maddox, you know, their pitching coach told him to uh, get rid of that and go back to his old stuff, but. Um, normally, you know, he can be it, – it, it, could, it could turn into disaster really quick. I was super surprised to see him come in a 2 nothing game. Well, Bregman hits it just a little bit to the left, and it's a tie game, right? Exactly. He gets exactly. Yeah, exactly. I mean, worst part of the ballpark, 
to hit it to is is over there. It's just, I mean, those are the little things in baseball that can kill you. But Roger, it, it, Derek Jeter before the game picked the uh, Rangers in seven because no team with a losing record at home has ever made it to the World Series. This is just inexplicable, isn't it? Uh, well, uh, what they played just about five hundred. I think they were, I mean, they had a losing record by what two, two or three, three games. Three, maybe. three yeah. games. Was it yeah. three? Three. Yeah, games. I mean, Whew. it just you know. Again, I can't I can't count these boys out because I mean, uh, it's unbelievable. They're doing this for the seventh straight year. I mean, it's that's that's just crazy in itself. And um, you got to trust they'll come out of it. They're going to have to get like I said. He's always he's going to be a little relaxed because they got a game under their belt, and he's going to turn it loose. He's pretty. He's pretty good. He's gonna, you know, kind of a, a hometown guy, so he's gonna be fired up uh, doing what he's doing. And I just again, you just hope his his uh, secondary pitches aren't as sharp as they have been. Split finger can be devastating. He'll throw he'll throw a boatload of them if the guys start getting on him early. But again, it's a situation where, as a pitcher, you got to come out and uh, and be ready to go. Now Valdez, he can't throw he can't he can't throw those balls in the middle of the plate like he did. Uh, you know, the previous starts because it's um, the, those pitches are very hittable. So it's going to be interesting to see how aggressive the Rangers are in the first couple innings uh, this afternoon. Roger Clemens brought to you by John Daspit here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. You mentioned, you know, you had you guys had a really nice long run with the Yankees. Um, this is seven years now. Is there any, I mean, is there any fatigue when you're in as many pressure games and situations as a team as these guys have been in together, is there a point where you become you got you get a little postseason fatigue? Well, you you have a handful of guys still that are just like really giddy about the situation. They've not been in this situation before, and uh, whether the guys on the bench or the extra guys they got in waiting that are on the bench, they're watching. So you you have some you have some good life over there and, and energy. And then uh, again, I mean that's. You, you got some, the veteran guys. That's why they do this. That's why they play all year to do this. So, uh, you know, I'm not. Again, I I'm not too worried about uh, you know one game and the guys bouncing back. Uh, if something happens crazy uh, today and they go down two nothing, then not, now you're in a corner. Now you now you really have to come. They're talking about being on the ropes. You got to come out swinging uh, and get yourself off the ropes pretty quick. So it's it'll be. Um, you know, it'll be loud in Arlington. You know, I mean, this is just like I said, it's a cool little deal having, uh, you know, the the the, uh, the championship series right here in the Lone Star State. So, uh, but yeah, this is yeah, again heads up the first couple two or three innings. That's what I watch guys settling in, and and uh, like I said, uh, the Rangers with JV, it was like uh, similar to having a minor league start when they when they send us on a minor league assignment. Uh, to go back and, and and when you're coming back from a small injury or a strain or whatever, you you cannot get double A guys out or triple A. They're swinging from the get go, and uh, again the the Rangers came out and they were they were hacking immediately, and it was perfect timing to go right to your breaking ball, which JV did. And I think it, it can't be understated that getting men on base. I mean, not only from a scoring standpoint, but the way that bases were stolen this year, the way that there was disruption of pitchers. You only have a certain amount of throws over to first. You got a pitch clock. You know, I know that's something that behind the scenes the Astros have really focused on is is their ability to be disruptive with the pitch clock. And I know there's there's discussions about that in minor league systems about becoming more disruptive on the base pass in terms of 
annoying the pitcher. So I think that's that's another thing to try to get in Ivaldi's head. I the Astros don't really do this much, but I think it would be curious. I think it would be interesting to see. You know, somebody we saw Altuve do it perfectly the other day. Just lay down a bunt, just just try to bunt for a base hit, something to get the pitcher a little rattled off the mound, running and and fielding and and just kind of breaking up rhythm. I was surprised they didn't maybe try to. I was actually I wasn't surprised, Roger. But what do you think about that as a pitcher when you've got a team trying to maybe small ball you a little bit just to try to break up your rhythm? Fantastic point. No, no doubt about it. When you, you you get somebody on base and you start running, running on me, or you laying down a bunt, especially on a a forty year old pitcher or somebody like Evaldi, uh, you can disrupt stuff in a heartbeat. So anything can happen, and it'll be depending on during the the, the break when everybody closed out their earlier series, if um, you know if you did any kind of PFP and bunting and stuff like that. The pitching and defense is major this time of year, and if you put a ball down on the ground. Make a pitcher go field. I mean, anything can happen. It's like a fire drill, and uh, uh, I'm just telling you, those guys have really practiced uh, that. JV got the comebacker in the first inning, and you know you, you 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 get the ball and you turn around. If you haven't done that in a while, you're throwing to an open area, so you got to whistle the ball. Not you know, your infielders may or may not be there at that time, and it's something you don't practice, and that and it can get away from you pretty quick if if you haven't. So that's a uh, again in in a tight. In a tight game where somebody can drag bunt, lay one down, you know, make you know, get the infielders moving, anything can happen. Roger Clemens with us, brought to you by John Daspit and his law firm here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5, and we really appreciate that. What did you see Fromber doing in his only other start in the postseason that he has to change today, Roger? Um, just the the flat, the you know, the breaking balls were flat. I mean. Again, he, you know, like I said, I, I, the, the the handful of times that I've been able to watch him this year, you know, you 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 think about all the ground balls. So, but they've been getting the ball in there. They've been uh, a lot of the breaking balls are are up in the zone. Uh, the right-handers, he's you know throwing that backdoor sweeper, and it can't cannot catch a lot of the plate. It's more it's flat instead of going down to the you know right-handers back foot. Um, and then of course. Bregman and Pena, they're going to get a lot of action. They should get a ton of action over there on that side of the field, so keep an eye on that. Yeah, this is well, – They've been playing great, though, defensively. They have. They've great. Been, they've been playing really well. Well, this is going to be a good one, Roger. They've got to go out there and get this. you got to win. You got to win game two. It's very, very difficult to win if you and are – and, and I think I'm, 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 I'm not really sure. Again, I'm not trying to predict anything, but it's being a day game and getting right back to the stadium and getting things going, I think it's going to be good for Houston. Yeah, and then historically there are some guys that hit uh, – Bregman hits – Jordan hits over 700 against Uvalde. He's 8 of 11. Uh, Altuve has five home runs and 38 at career at-bats against him. Um, uh, Bregman hits over 400 with 1,000-plus OPS. Kyle Tucker, 1,000-plus OPS. So this is actually one of those matchups. Machete is is 5 of 15 career off of him. So – uh, most of these guys, other than Brantley, hit him pretty well. So historically, they've got that going for him. I'm going to look to see if if uh, Evaldi's got the two seamer in to Jordan that he can kind of start at him and freeze him and make him you know see how far in he's going to come, or if he's going to try and run it back for a strike on the inside corner. And then I would imagine you know again the fastball up is always the, the you know the way they call you know uh, north and south now instead of east and west. 
and then, uh, you know, hopefully one of those split fingers don't go down like it's supposed to. And, and if they don't, they're like a batting practice fastball. They go a long way. <laughs> well, hopefully that happens with Ivaldi on the mound today. 3.30 start, so let's go. Roger, we appreciate it, man. Thanks for uh, uh, being with us once again, and we will talk to you again 8 o'clock tomorrow. Roger Clemens right here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5, brought to you by John Daspit. Rog, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks again, guys. All right, there's Roger Clemens here with us uh, after every game at 8 o'clock right here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Nice job, John Daspit. You'll talk about him in just a minute. Yeah. i got to talk right now about uh, HRP. i got to talk about the – the greatness that is HRP and what they're doing for you. <clears throat> if you're somebody that's selling widgets, you're not in the payroll business. You're not in the tax business. You're you're not in the uh, HR business, tax business. You're not in the payroll business. You're in none of those businesses. You want to sell your widgets. Let somebody else do all of that. And these admin companies, you know, there's a bunch of admin companies. HRP says we're HR and we're payroll, and that's it. That's what we do. All these other admin companies, they take on everything. They want to be do, do your benefits packages. They want to do your insurance packages. They want to do all of these different all of these different 401ks. They want to do everything. Well, HRP ain't doing that. HRP is letting you choose those. They, they give you different options, but they, they, they'll give you advice, too, on which they think is going to be best for your business, all right? But they're not making money off of that. That's not what they do. They do HR and they do payroll. So if you're looking for the best way to go about this thing, Get that HR, get that payroll, and then benefits packages that you get to choose from. That's what HRP is here for. HRP.net, 281-880-6525 or HRP.net. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5, home of old Greg. I know what you're thinking. Here comes old Greg. He's a scaly manfish. I'm old Greg. Live from the Mobile Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's John and Lance. Dell just called himself a numbers guy off the air. I'm the numbers guy on the station, not you, Dell, and you haven't been one for years. I've been one for years. I've yeah. been one for years. You have not been one for years. I'm the, you can only have one numbers guy at the station. It's me. No, no you've, you're the self-proclaimed numbers guy, but no, no one has actually everyone backed Everyone proclaims up. it. I don't, it's not even self It started yeah. off self-proclaimed, and now it's proclaimed. Well, and he thinks he's a sleuth, too. I'm a super sleuth. He's the one that sees the woman with the knife at the uh, right there at the scene of the crime. Oh, you thinks, better oh, take a look at this. Yeah, right. Okay, and then, and then he'll arrest her. Big when deal, I know. anyway. You see, I make I, I I'm, I'm big the deal super, anyway. Super sleuth. Big um, deal. <laughs> big deal anyway. So uh, yesterday, somebody thank- called him and said his name shouldn't be Gilbert. It should be called Kilbert. Well, Kilbert is his on hold. His name should not be Kilbert. Kilbert <laughs> wanted to let you know he was right about Suzanne Uh-oh. Summers. He called no. in. He's still he's right, on hold let's waiting. Go. Let's go. Okay. Now. This is going to be creepy to. Oh, I thought we were gloat gonna... about this. Thought we were gonna... Okay, let's get Gilbert in here. Gilbert, Gil- Gilbert, are you there? No, he's not there. We knew that. It well, took too long to get through. Him. He called like. A minute ago. <laughs> he called during the break. <laughs> He's already All right, let's snoring? talk about the games yesterday. First of all, in the morning, the Ravens and the Titans. 
The Ravens don't look good off. They're, they're, I saw 0% of that game. I was like, oh, it's an early game. I'm like, yeah, I don't, it's a the tight Titans game. are just bad. It's a tight game. I don't care. You had uh, Ryan Tannehill having to leave the game. He was out. It was a, it was wait, a, wait, who came in? Was it? Was. Uh, it is Malik. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So it went from it, it, you know it went from really bad to backup quarterbacks playing. Holy crap! A lot now. Did you see? Did you happen to see the any of the Bears game? It was atrocious. It was one of the worst. Tyler Badgett was scared from the first it's snap. T- He's like Tyson, <laughs> Tyson Badgett. Tyson Tyler. Who well, cares? you know where he his dad's okay. an arm wrestler. Name Big his, deal. Name his college. Shepherd. Did you actually? You yeah, I wrote him up. You wrote him. Well, up? Well, he went to the Senior Bowl, and I watched him. Just, no lie, went to the Senior Bowl. So I was writing him up. You know, I have to write up all Senior Bowl guys first, and then all Combine guys. And I didn't ha- even have a draftable grade on him. I'm like, this guy can't play. Then he got he went to the Senior Bowl, and I'm like, I don't see it at all with 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 Badgett. But um, Boy, he got in the game, and he looked super nervous from the beginning. Was like his feet weren't safe. He's just throwing as fast as he could. They were throwing everything sideways. It was just sideways passes. It was a bunch of receiver screens, basically that they were running. And then he had some really some bad turnovers. Really, oh. really bad. First play, interception, fumble, the fumble. Yeah. They had a chance to go down and actually win a game, and he uh, he just threw one up for grabs. Like it was there was not even a wide receiver there. Well, it, it was ain't unbelievable easy being on the field for the first time, Lance. I don't know if you heard. Um, oh, okay. What Tell C.J. Stroud. What about P.J. Walker? P.J. PJ wasn't great. P.J. wasn't he great. Was great. P.J. wasn't Again, great. Again, another win for the, the, for the, the Roughnecks. The yeah. XFL champion. P.J. wasn't great. I watched some of that one. You know who was worse? Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy The was person bad. that they are calling is it the over MVP? Now, this MVP thing? I don't know. This is so – right now the big argument is, is he a system quarterback or not? Uh, he, yes. Yeah. I think he is. I think he's shown signs of being a good quarterback. Does he benefit from the system? Yeah, that's yes. okay. It can both be this. They can both be true. But the argument that we have to put it, oh, he's a system quarterback. Who cares? All he has to do is win games. These are just for arguments on, you know, arguments on TV shows and for people to complain about. On, you know what NFL teams think? I don't care what if he's a system guy, if he's this or that or whatever the case may be. They don't really care. No. They just care, can you help them win games? And Brock Purdy has done that. And Brock Purdy, he didn't really do much on the last drive that ended with a missed field goal by the rookie Jake Moody out of Michigan. He threw a little hitch pass to uh, Ayuk, who ran like 20 yards after the catch, which really helped. But um, Brock Purdy was way off yesterday. Man, the the Browns' defense stepped up, yeah, the Browns which defense. sucks because we want them to lose every game yeah. possible. Right. No, 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 no. The Browns' defense is real. And when you're playing against them in fantasy, you can't be Walker, playing. Though. Um, okay, so that was a backup quarterback. P.J. Walker got a win. Um, the other bat- badgeant got a loss. He was awful. Uh, Gardner Minshew, backup quarterback, Ooh. looked terrible. He was worse. Than, uh, did he end up with four picks? Uh, he was he three was interceptions. Three? Okay. Three interceptions. Um, Brian Hoyer. Great quarterback. Took over for Jimmy Garoppolo. Beat the Patriots, one of the great teams a, in the NFL. It's a Bill O'Brien uh, tutored quarterback Boy, right is, there. Of course he's good. Is they're they bad. The Patriots are they lose awful, again. awful, awful. Josh Dobbs, he's still a backup quarterback. Couldn't get anything done. And finally, oh, well, the Giants had Tyrod Taylor. He looked awful. He was not very good. Backups yesterday. are backups for a reason. It's and always then, taught to us. And then Zach Wilson goes and beats the Eagles. 
and their first-string quarterback, um, uh, Aaron Rodgers. No, Hurts. Jalen Hurts. Jalen yeah. Hurts. And Jalen Hurts didn't look good either. Jalen Hurts ended up with three interceptions as well, 280 yards, one touchdown, three interceptions. Jalen, and this is the problem where you have one good year. Because make no mistake, Jalen had one good year. Well, Jalen has been much better than this so far. No, right, right, He had a bad game against a really good defense. He did. You know how I know? He's not been as good this year. No, he hasn't been as good. But he lost his offensive coordinator, that's why. Um, Steichen is gone. Yeah, that hurts. To be fair to Jalen a little bit, the first pick, Goddard, catches it the ball gets knocked out of his hand and yeah, flies that in the wasn't air his, that the wasn't other his one he, his arm is hit the ball floats the third one was awful the one that terrible. decided yes, the game that was terrible that was terrible that was terrible and you had a chance but, to go down and get a cover but he's also is that what going, he's concerned with well i'm just saying yes some people in vegas were probably we're concerned like hey we're up two it'd be nice to go down and get a touchdown and cover but he also went against what we like to call the qb killers the new york jets yeah yeah, um thought defense, uh, per the usual, uh, outstanding. Um, you know, through these first six weeks, we've played a gauntlet of quarterbacks. And um, I know we haven't gotten all wins, but we've embarrassed all of them. And uh, just really, really proud of, of the defense and its resolve. Uh, thought Brick and the staff had a, an excellent game plan. Down three corners, four of our six corners. Um I thought our D-line was good in terms of keeping that uh, kid in the pocket. He's a handful. Hurts, their, their O-line, the receivers. thought our guys battled all the way through. Um, proud. Excuse me. Yeah, yeah. What's, uh, what what's going on, Dale? Now I understand Robert Sala will give us great quotes like this. You ain't got no haters, you ain't popping. So and yeah. when he gets up there, he, he might just be free-flowing, not really remembering things. And, yes, the Jets have done well against – you know, Pat Mahomes, or right. Patrick, excuse me, Jalen well, Hurts most them. recently. They've certainly Josh Allen. But did he embarrass Dak Prescott? I think so, yeah. With the, with the 255, so. two touchdowns, a passer rating over 112? That was an yeah, embarrassment. Yeah. He didn't get to three touchdowns. Two, yeah, Jack 255, Pre- he didn't get to three I just want to point out that Dak, this year, beyond, beside that game, has thrown three touchdowns and four, and four picks. So... His best how many game interceptions by, did he have against the Jets? None. His best. Well, how many near interceptions did he have? I mean, I have to go back, but, but he didn't throw Probably any. A lot. So Dak throwing picks, not throwing many touchdowns, had season highs and touchdowns and passer rating against the Jets. So I'm not sure they've been wrecking everyone, but they have played well. Well, wrecking. He, he got no, embarrassed. embarrassing. I don't. Well, Dak, every one of them. Dak didn't really get embarrassed. Did the Jets? Did the did Cowboys beat him? Yes, handily. Okay, but how bad? By three scores, that's I believe. Well, not in today's game. Not in today's game. I don't know if you heard. There's a lot of offense. I feel like. 55, big deal. I, like, oh, big deal. Zach Wilson probably big got that deal. yesterday. Right. 30 to 10 was the final score in that game. See? Yeah, but saying. a lot of that was defensive big, touchdowns. Yeah, no. A lot of that was Zach Wilson <laughs> being terrible. Sure, but the offense Special played pretty well, touchdowns. too. Right, right. I mean, look, the Jets have a really good defense, and, in, and now the Aaron Rodgers is walking around under his own power. Apparently, he'll be back, so let's put the Jets in the Super Bowl. I, I want to see you tell Robert Sala to his face that he's stupid. He's not embarrassing. I, did I say he was That's stupid? I just said That's he was wrong. I wouldn't yeah. say he was stupid. I just think well, he's misremembering. Well, Speaking of people we just had, misremembering, I think is what yeah. I'd say. No, no. <laughs> I remember exactly what you said, what you implied. I see what you did there, Yeah, Dale. you know. You, you got that, you Lance. All right, we are breaking. What, That's Gilbert, by the way. That is Gilbert. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. He's dialing while he's on the air. 
while he's sleeping. Hello. Sports hey, talk. Dr. Lau. Sports talk. Yes, it's Sports Dr. talk. Doctor Lau. Lau. Yes, Doctor Lau. Hey, yes. Gilbert. Oh, hi, hi, Gilbert. It's Doctor Lau. How can I help you? Hello, Vanessa. You want to talk to Vanessa? Uh, she's not here right yeah. now. What did you? What uh, you? You just called her yesterday, though, Gilbert. Um, are, is everything okay? Yeah, it's, it's John Lance. Yeah. Yeah, it's Gilbert. Oh. oh, hey, what's up, Gilbert? We got a break. I was right with that. Suzanne Summer passed away today. You were oh, right, you Gilbert. Were Congratulations right. on your prediction of a death. That's yeah, I know. Yeah, and I predict he... that. Um, uh, I predict that uh, Mary Lou Run will pitch the first. They'll have the first pitch the next World Series if the Astros go to World Series. Oh. Hold on a second. That now that was what I like to call a uh, uh, twist at the end. Yeah. That's M Night Shyamalan. He goes, "I predict Mary Lou Rhett," and I was like, "Oh, oh no. no, we'll throw out the first pitch." Nice. I like that. Yeah, yeah, because Biz threw out the first pitch. But hey, CJ's Gilbert, not. when's Dell we gonna got, die? We got to break. We got to break it. We got to break it. Um, do, uh, I would like to hear this though. I know. What kind of question is that? What is Let him on. Put it. Put, put. He's still on. Gilbert, when do you think Dell dies? Dell's our producer. How old is he anyway? Del, How old are you, Can Del? you tell him? Gilbert, what would you say to a man who's in his, his mid-30s? I'm just going to give you a range. Mid-30s, when will I die? Uh, probably in uh, 2036. 2036. 2036, yeah. 2036. Wow. Oh, you never know. Wow. And we got to break it here. How am I going to die? Hit my bus. He's dying before you. No. Oh, no, you're 2032. 2036? Yeah. All right, we got to break it. We got to talk about it. No, we can't. We can't break. What's going on? (laughs) We'll talk. We'll break it up later. Right now, we're talking NFL college, a brand-new cash-out system that gives you options to bet and win all season long. (laughs) The first two legs of your parlay hit? What? That's awesome when the first two legs hit. Cash out early, place another bet, or let it ride for the chance at a bigger payday. Join the MyBookie family for an entire season filled with daily odd boosts. Same game, par- same game parlays and super contests. They're awesome. This season, my bookie has a no-strings-attached cash bonus that lets you deposit and withdraw quickly. Use promo code BET975 on a deposit of $50 or more, and you can receive up to $200 in cash instantly to your bank account, uh, to your bookie, my bookie account, and bet your deposit amount once. That's all you have to do, and you're ready to withdraw at any time. Again, that's promo code BET975 to claim your cash deposit bonus. This is happening all over. If you If you're... Out there, and you want to start betting, you've got all kinds of great things to bet on. You can bet anything, anytime, anywhere, only with my bookie. <laughs> ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Insert random audio clip now. And I got garlic and onions and peppers in my fingernails and in my eyes, and my skin was dry and oily at the same time. I had calluses on my fingers from the knives, and it was everything. It's the mood I'm in. Sorry. <laughs> I got, I got, what, 12 and a half years left? Oh, man. Are we back? Yes. No, yeah. you didn't say. Well, we're I'm, not, back. I'm not playing the funeral dirge in your ears. <laughs> hey, we are live here at the Bad Pants Open here at Kingwood Country Club. 
And joining us is Adam Law, who is the chairman of the Bad Pants Open. Once again, is this your second or longer? Uh, it's my third year as chairman. Third year as chair. And uh, you are. Oh, you also use the facilities, right? We did. We did. I've got six-year-old twins. Uh, one of them spent uh, about two and a half weeks in the NICU, and the other one spent just over, just under a month in the NICU. Yeah, uh, premature pre- preemies. They were both preemies. Um, both were under five pounds when born, um, and my son had a, a lot of trouble breathing. He was he was the one that was in there for about a month. And, um, you know, the, the nurses and the people and the doctors over there are just incredible for, yeah. for the kiddos. Never, ever have heard a bad story. And the, the attention to detail. Well, first, the technology that we've got. And so this does the I, – I know before it had, I'm pretty sure that some of this went to technology. But does a lot of this go to the care of uh, the, the parents involved? What is, where does the money go particularly from the Bad Pants Open? Absolutely. So all, all of the money raised, it goes towards the families or goes towards technology to support the family experience in the NICU. Um, a, a lot of charity events that are medical-related go to funding for R&D and stuff like that. Um, one of the unique things about this tournament is the money goes directly to patient and family care, whether it's parking, whether it's technology, whether it's personal support. It, it's all uh, tangible, tangible items that the parents and the families can use on a day-to-day basis while their kids are staying uh, in the hospital. Housing? Can do some housing. Um, is uh, Ronald McDonald involved at all? Not with the bad pants, but, no. but Ronald McDonald. Well, with, the, with the hospital. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Ronald McDonald, my understanding, is, is does primarily the housing. Yeah. So they cover the housing. We try to cover everything else. One of the new things we've implemented in the past year or two is we do Uber rides. So you have a lot of yeah. families that, that may be taking buses for 60, 90 minutes each way to go see their kids. Mm. Um, all of a sudden, you can provide them an Uber ride where they can get there in 20 minutes. That's an extra two hours every day they get to spend with that's their kids great. in the hospital. That's right. Yep. Yep. Yeah, that's great. The element, you know, what you're dealing with, uh, you had your twins, the situation. I had uh, a son who was there for uh, ten, uh, 10 days, two weeks, something like that. And one day is stressful yeah, enough. Yeah. And so what you deal with there, taking, taking the elements of, of the anxiety of what's going on with your child and, and, and really removing the other impediments is such a big deal because you don't want to have to worry about everything. And that's, that's great that it, uh, the Texas Children's and through Bad Pants Open is able to do a lot of that. Yeah, that's the goal. The goal is to allow them to allow the parents to come in and focus on their kids, and just like you're saying, not worrying about the day to day of how they're going to make it happen. Um, it, the skin to skin care, the the personal time with the parents and their kids. You know, the studies have shown that it increases uh, recovery just immensely, uh-huh. helps them to grow and mature. Um, just by an incredible amount. And, and so anything we can do to help get the parents in the seats next to the kids and not have to worry about everything else, that's what we want this money to go and it, for. And it is. It's an open-air open room. There's a chair that you, that, where you can sit right next to, uh, you know, right next to the, the, not the crib, but the incubator. Right. And, and you can sit right there and, and the nurses can come take. That's the thing that blew me away is how great the nurses were. The nurses Phenomenal. are incredible. I mean, they are, they are truly angels. Yeah. They, what they do and what they contribute to those kids. Uh, I, 
I would only hope that, that my kids are, are lucky enough to have someone like them. Uh, I've had a number of interactions with the nurses at, at Texas Children's since I've been doing this. And, and, you know, it's no surprise that everyone you meet is just the sweetest, nicest, most caring person you could ever ask for. Yep. You know, we, we've been doing this for a while. As a matter of fact, we were there from the beginning uh, 25 years ago. It's 25 years right now. And uh, less was a chairman for a while because he also had the same experience. When you have the experience that you had with your twins and Les had with his daughter, um, it really makes a difference. It really means something to you, doesn't it? Oh, it's incredible. I mean, it's an experience that you wouldn't wish on your worst enemy yeah. just because of the helplessness. Um, and, and, and that feeling of, of just being alone, it, Texas Children's, the, the nurses, the families, everybody that's involved, uh, they, they really make you feel like you're not going through it alone at a time when, when there's really not much you can do except for be there. Yep. Um, and, and, again, that just goes back to, to everything we do is to try and enable the families to, to be there with the kids and uh, let the nurses and the doctors do what they do best. I mean, they are the best in the world at what they do. Adam Law, chairman of the Bad Pants Open, with us here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Do you, do you have a total number of and uh, how much money and what what's what's your what are your expectations? Is it bigger? Is it getting bigger every year? Um, we're we're somewhat limited by we, I mean somewhat limited in a good way, right? Because every year we get close to maxing this place out. We we have it out at Kingwood every year. Um, they've got three courses. They let us use all three of them, and we put as many golfers out here as we can while still keeping it a fun round for people to come yeah. to. I mean, I think we've all played in yes. scrambles where you're playing six- and seven-hour rounds, and we don't want to do that. So so we, we try to max it out every year, uh, whether people can play, whether people can donate. We, we're always taking donations. We're always taking sponsorships. Um, really, we just want to raise as much money for those families as we can. And if you've if this has touched you in any way, shape, or form, and you haven't been here, you can get here next year, uh, or you can donate now. What's the website? Uh, badpantsopen.org. Badpantsopen.org. If you want to donate, uh, you can't – or you could come. What about the? There's an auction afterwards, right? You got you got a bunch of auction or raffle items and there, everything else. There's a bunch of door prizes, a bunch of raffle items. Uh, the winners of the tournament get um, hand painted plates made by former NICU patients, oh, which is right. really really yeah, cool, cool. Particularly, you know, give, given what we're doing and people that have experienced it, you get to take something home that that you actually want to put on your shelf and and mean something. Yeah, that is great stuff. Adam Law, the chairman of the Bad Pants Open. BadPantsOpen.org, BadPantsOpen.org. You're doing great work here. Congratulations on another successful uh, tournament here today. We are really proud to be have been a part of it for all of these years, and uh, we'll continue to do so. Right, right in the middle now, do you think the Astros bounce back today? I see your world champion shirt on there. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, I, I kind of love it. I'm a big Astros fan. Just give the Rangers a little bit of hope so we can shoot them down yet again. <laughs> that's, that's no, be it even makes better. it even better. When, they, when they're set down, they're all cocky right now. And In a way, I would, yeah. yeah let let them get excited just so they can be that much more depressed. <laughs> I mean, it would be incredible to be down 0-3 and then win the last four just from a crush your soul. But I don't want to. I don't want to live through that. I don't want to do that. I'm not sure I can handle that. That's too much. Oh, one's enough. Yeah, Adam, we appreciate it. Thanks for hanging with us. Thank you guys for coming out. We love having you guys out here. Badpantsopen.org. All right, I want to talk right now about HoustonPowderCoaters.com. HoustonPowderCoaters.com. You heard Robin on the air. 
She's wonderful. You will probably talk to Robin before it's all said and done if, in fact, you do use Houston Powder Coaters because Robin is going to be in the middle of it. She's going to make sure that everything is perfect. There's a good chance you will be talking to Robin. Say hello for us. Tell her that you heard it right here. It, it doesn't matter where you are, Galveston, Huntsville, Fulshire, Baytown, Crosby, Mount Bellevue. They will come, and they will get that patio furniture. This is the time to do it if you want to get it back for the holidays, Thanksgiving, for uh, Christmas, because all the HOAs are out there bringing their patio furniture, their pool furniture right now to Houston Powder Coaters. So they're busy. So they want to get make sure that you get it done. They, it's not like this is a two-day turnaround. There's a lot of work involved. They do a lot of primping and priming and, and prepping and, of the metal, and then they bake it, and then they dry it and make sure that it's all perfect and smooth it out. There's sanding about it's all kinds of stuff. It's a lot more complicated than you think, and it's a lot more expensive than you think if you want to buy new patio furniture. Nope. You want to save yours by going to, by going to HoustonPowderCoaters.com, 281-676-3888. Tell Robin you heard it right here. ESPN 975.com. Get in the race. Don't you forget, driver and car have to be equally good to win, so do your best job. I'll do the best job of driving I can. Live from the Mobile Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's John and Lance. One door closes and another opens. So, um, I don't know how to pronounce her name, but apparently uh, there's the, the woman that was the president of the of the Miami Marlins, Ing? Ing? Kim Ing? Kim, Kim Ing, yeah. Ing. Ing. She has been let go. The, Mar- the Marlins announced that uh, Kim Ng will not be returning as the club's, not their president, as their general manager. Yeah, she general did, manager. They exercised the option. She said, nah, I'm good. Yeah. I don't want to be here anymore. Oh, they did? They actually yeah. the option, she said? She was the hot name when she was in L.A. Oh, with the Dodgers. Not, she has declined her mutual option. You're right. Yeah. So she was like, eh, I thought it was going to be I'm cool. Good. And then I realized that Miami is never going to be cool. My, Miami isn't. It's never going to well, be fun in Miami. What do you mean it's not going to be fun in Miami? They made the playoffs because of her. Yeah, but the baseball team? Yeah, it's so bad. You can't Well, you they can't wouldn't win. Spin when she wanted them to spin. They won't. No, they won't spin. They won't I mean, spin. it's nothing. one thing to be a spendthrift. It's another to be cheap. Yeah, and it's the, just I, listen. And at the end of the day, they're just cheap. So uh, that's what happens. Hey, listen. I mean, it, are the Yankees calling Kim? Let's go. What are you? What are you doing? I don't know. My guess is she has somebody. My guess is she has somebody who will be interested in her. She's. She's got a good reputation. She was known as somebody who was a GM candidate before when she was, like I said, with the uh, pretty sure it was Dodgers. And then, uh, you know, she hasn't done a bad job. So sometimes you just – sometimes you want those contracts set up where it's a mutual uh, a mutual option so that you can get out of that if you want well, to. Well, yeah. I mean, well – That's pretty damning, she's isn't it? She's the first general manager ever. And, she yeah, it's a bit damaging to the Marlins. Like, yeah. Yeah, I know I'm the only one, but I don't want to be here. <laughs> I'd rather not be a GM than be here. Uh, apparently the first woman to interview ever interview for a Major League Baseball manager's position, Alyssa Knocken, has interviewed for the Giants job as uh, the manager. Where will we see a female manager first? Becky Hammond? Alyssa Knocken. You mean on the uh, big – oh, uh, Becky Hammond. Becky Hammond. I Not even close. Minus 
four thousand. Becky Hammond is a yeah. Big, yeah, big favorite. She's she may take over for Pop. Well, Pop may hardwire her. Into she's it. a W. Uh, she's a WNBA. Yeah, she's yeah, the head coach for, now, for, for the Aces. They're in the finals right now. She's got a chance to win a title. I think they're up. To let me one. tell you, if she's going to be a head coach, she, it'll be when Pop steps she down. She won he will. summer league, didn't she? Yeah, yeah. And now she she's won a got, summer league. Title. Yeah, she's got a chance to go go ahead and win a, uh, a WNBA title. I wonder how that will go. I know because despite how long they the W. NBA has been around. You're still always fighting for legitimacy. Would she leave that job and go? Yep, clearly the NBA is the better job, so I'm out of here. I want. Yes, I know. I know. I know. Money is, is. I know it, it is a better job, but yeah. there is something beyond. Hey, um, just take the better job when they're when that fight continues for the WNBA, and if one of their very best just leaves. I, I well, but you're you become it's bigger than that. It's a you're a trailblazer. No, I I get it. Yeah, but there is, you know, people say, "Hey, we stand on our own. This is a sport that you should be paying attention to anyway." And if our potential coach of a champion decides at some point, I'm going to go take an NBA job. I don't know if it hurts the progress, but I wonder if that will play a part in people discussing that if, well, if she does get the opportunity. Well, there's an analogy to Dion leaving the historically black. Schools. Yeah, there is actually. Yeah. And, because you know, that's kind of, of the same kind of PO'd. jump. Yeah, it's the same kind of but, jump. But ultimately, you can't get – there's only so much you can get done. There's only so much yeah. available financially. And so, Plus, yeah, that's a, it's a no-brainer if she had a chance to go to the NBA. wouldn't even – and then for the WNBA, I think it would be business as usual. They've been around since, what, 97, I think was the first year. So, I think it would – you know, they're not going to – Becky Hammond doesn't prop the league up to survive. It's It's – she is – I think it'd be really cool for the WNBA to produce a coach who became a head coach on the on the NBA level. But I think if she's going to be a head coach, it'll be for the Spurs and Popovich will just handpick her and and put her into that position. Not that not that she's not earning it. I mean, she's been on his staff before on the bench. Um, she's cutting her teeth as a as a head coach right now, so she's taking a pathway that's available to her. So we'll I think she'll definitely be the the first female head coach, you know, manager, head coach, whatever you want to call it, well, of a professional when team. When is Pop's going anywhere? He's got women, yeah, my Pop doesn't seem yeah. like a guy who's looking to leave Pop. at any point right now. Pop ain't going but nowhere. Let me tell you, Pop's, Pop Popovich could go two years and then hand over a juggernaut to Becky Hammond, too. That's true. But I, don't I don't know see. if it's a juggernaut, I, but, but as soon, how old is Pop as now? As soon as he got... Uh, Tim yeah, but Duncan, that was in '96. He told Bob he'll beat it. Yeah, but that was in '96. Well, 96. he just signed an extension when when they were when they secured the number one overall pick. He signed an extension. How long? I don't know how long. I'll have to look it up. But three years. But that I don't know, Pop is a lot older now. I don't know that Pop's going to well go until he's 88 years old. He signed a five year extension in July. Five years. Five uh, years he got Wimbin Yam and said, yeah, "I'm going to hang around. Watch this. Beat it, Bob Hill." Um, and speaking of Dion. We haven't talked to any college football yet. 29-point lead, and Stanford came back and beat him. Yeah. Um, he was gone for fourth down, like just a mismanagement special. Dion was, we were playing to win the game. Well, you're actually, you actually just don't lose that one. I mean, you can't lose that one. You can't be up 29-nothing and lose at halftime ever. And then to Stanford, that was a terrible loss. And he had a, he had a skating, I don't know if you saw his, uh, his speech that he gave to his team, the idea that everyone thinks that they're like, he called his guys out for not being on time to meetings, not putting all the effort in that they could, not listening to the coaches. Behind the scenes, Deion Sanders, and Deion's son put that out um, on the, you know, Deion Sanders Jr. on social media, but he was holding guys accountable, and 
it sounds like, look, I already know the Dion fans or whatever it is got way out over their skis, not realizing yeah. you know that there was some talent deficiencies, uh, and that's all that anyone the media did. But I think the kids probably, the players probably started reading the press clippings, and it has been a, it's been a sharp, you know, embarrassed by Dan Lanning in Oregon, uh, beaten by USC, but they came back and, and made it closer than it was for much of the game, and then losing twenty nine nothing. So I mean, they're going to be up. They're they're four and three. Yeah. So it's better than was expected, but that's not a. Uh, that, that, that is a really bad loss. Speaking of Dan Lanning. You still have Washington coming up who had a big win over Oregon. Oh, no. They're, they're, they, Speaking yeah. of Dan Lanning. Dan indeed. Lanning. Holy crap. Right before the half, he's on the three-yard line, fourth down, and he goes for it and doesn't make it. Kicked a field goal to get within one. Then later, he's on the 11-yard line, and he goes for it again instead of kicking the field goal. And he ends up losing by three. Yeah. I mean. Missed field goal that would have won the game. He says, well, we want to be aggressive. There's Reckless is one thing. Aggressive is one thing. Reckless is another. Get your team points. Winning is more important than building an aggressive culture. And well, win the football uh, game. We're forgetting about going forward and fourth down on his own side of the field late in the game and giving Washington a short field. Yeah. yeah. They want to score a touchdown. So he, the, the failures in the first half then. Then that was actually pause, they, they scored the Dell. They scored the go-ahead touchdown. This is what I'm saying. It was yeah. late in the game. Instead, instead of punting, punting the ball, he it was went in a low-scoring game. By the way, the defense was playing well. How many mistakes? I mean, if I'm an Oregon fan today, you you were a better team. You were the better team in that game, but you had to you had to face that. First of all, that crowd is wonderful, Washington. Secondly, they've got a quarterback who he has some. He has some energy that was brought out before the game by Desmond Howard. And they, they did Are we going to play it? Game day there. Yes. Do we have the sound? Michael Penix. Okay. Michael Penix. Penix. It's Penix. Michael Penix. Well, apparently not because, because here's Desmond Howard. Um, oh, I'm boy. pronouncing it. I thought this is how. His mama called him Penix? His I'm mom call doesn't call him. I don't think his mom or you dad called him Michael Penix. No, no. It's been in the pronunciation Penix. guide. It's Penix. Well, well, apparently Desmond didn't know. They have a tremendous amount of trust for Michael, what he's been doing on the field. He's built relationships with the players. I tell you what, he's dealt with a lot of adversity to get here. He's grateful to be Washington's quarterback, and they know that every time he takes the field, he's going to bring that big penis energy. He's going to bring that big penis energy. He's going to bring that big penis energy. That's right, Harry. Let's go, baby. So, so I, he works for Disney. You know that, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's a Disney product. Right. Well, um, do they know that they hired Pat McAfee? Yeah, but. Does Disney realize they hired Pat McAfee? Yeah, but. Because he, he's not really a Disney product. screaming that? Worse. He, does he? Oh. I don't know. He don't, blasts F-bombs. Oh, yeah, stuff. right. Yeah. But he's got it. He's a the podcast. guy who said when. Michigan State brought out some ugly uniforms. This is not the only, he mentioned. He made a reference to Nasser and and jokingly, as, as far as uniforms, Michigan State is known for horrible things happening. Something along the lines, and everyone knew he was talking about Nasser. He had to apologize. So, yeah, ESPN is going down a route where be outrageous, say things, and yeah. uh-huh. we'll decide later if it's too much. Big Penix energy, Michael Penix. 
He could have said big, big panic sandwich. But it wouldn't uh, have hit I don't the same. know. Now it's up for grabs. What his Dale, did is. you think John would be the first to say that or that Desmond Howard would? Oh. I thought it was going to be John. Well, John has made the reference before, not, but he hadn't said that. I, right. I don't think John would have because John's already hammered home what he thinks his name is. Yeah. It's a race to the bottom. But I, but like I didn't Dale, suspect. I didn't suspect well, Desmond I didn't Howard to do it. Though. Scream it on national television about his. <laughs> but energy. if you if you had the platform three times, I would have. Yeah, I would have. But I didn't have the chance. I didn't have the opportunity, Dell. Okay, so it's just a lack of opportunity. Well, right if now. Nate Griffin asks you about college football on, on your Ooh, next game, yeah. you got you got the opportunity there. I might have. I'll have the opportunity. We'll save the rest of our college football for. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about it tomorrow. We're also talking Astros. Astros go at what three o'clock today? Three, three, at yeah, three Minute 30. Maid Park Stadium is, is it three or three thirty. Uh, we'll have to three three thirty seven. Okay, three thirty seven. Uh, so um, stadium roof is well. It was closed. closed last night, which is well. It was windy yesterday, though. It was really windy. Yesterday. Yeah. That might have been why. Is it open or closed? I, I think hope it'll be it's closed. closed. It'll I be hope closed. It's closed. But here's the deal: is uh, it was a good crowd last night, though. They were. Up You're talking Astros, Astros right? crowd. Okay, because we'll get to Texans too. Yeah, that one complaints. I wasn't there. Complaints about it being at least fifty percent well, Saints. Well, it's the same with the. Just, I mean, yeah, but the same. Well, Katrina? Saints obviously. Yeah, no, no, no. Saints and they travel. It's not far yeah. away. Yeah. But um, man, I would think C.J. Stroud and D'Amico and you're not selling your you're t- tickets. <laughs> I was just yeah, I'm really surprised. It was a sellout, but I'm surprised it's not heavier Houston well, still. Well, we'll see. We, we got another situation brewing with Texas coming to the University of Houston. Oh well, that's <laughs> Saturday. That's going to be there's another 70, situation. Seventy thirty, or is that low? Uh, I don't know. It'll be interesting. Right now, I do have this to talk about. I got my people of Houston and Archie. They're experts in the PVF supply industry, PVF, hoses, fitting industry, pipes, valves, fittings, flanges, forged steel, couplings, hoses, and more. They got all the things that you need. If you are in the oil, gas, or industrial business or need product or supplies, these are the guys that can deliver them to you. Any part you need, stocked or not, they're going to get it. They're all about service. They're all about. I've heard Houston on the phone before with with companies. They're like, and he was told, "I can't. I, we can't get this. Stuff. Oh, we'll get it for you. Don't you worry. We're going to get it. It's easy. They can deliver across the country. Doesn't no matter where your job is. If you are in the oil gas business and you're you're, you're you got stuff going on in Oklahoma or Alaska, it doesn't matter. PV they can get it for you to you at TPC Industrial. TPC INDL.com. TPCINDL.com. Give them a call, 346 226 3866. You need any of this stuff, it's TPC Industrial. ESPN 97.5 on YouTube. Dog Show.